You are now on air. Morning audio date is 06.20.2023. Current time is 0607 a.m. Eastern Time here in upstate New York. That'd be the southern tier of upstate New York where I live and reside. On this Tuesday, Rich Roberts, Fireman Rich here on Spotify for Podcasters for the Fireman Rich Audio Podcast. And actually, that's the Fireman Rich Audio Podcast morning coffee, and it wouldn't be the morning unless we had a a mug of coffee, and I do have that in my hand at this current time. Tasting the uh, Death Wish coffee. Got a uh, package of Death Wish coffee for Father's Day, and it is tasting good. It's a Death Wish coffee week this week, folks. And I'm drinking it out of my Valhalla Java coffee cup. It's a Valhalla Java is a, 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 a variety of Death Wish coffee that they produce. And Death Wish produce their coffee Right here in New York State, up there in Round Lake, New York. Uh, this is not a commercial, okay, folks. This is just this is just me, Rich Roberts at Fireman Rich over there on Twitter, by the way, telling you about the coffee that we're having this morning. And uh, I have no association or affiliation to Death Wish Coffee. I'm just a consumer, and I love it. I love it. I love it. It tastes good. I think this one has the hints of uh, chocolate and cherry. I guess it's a new uh, various variation of uh, Death Wish coffee. That, but the basic Death Wish coffee is great. I've been drinking it for years now, and uh, I do love it. And uh, again, no affiliation. It's just a, a very satisfied uh, customer, consumer of a product that's produced here in New York State that uh, I think is great. It's fantastic, and the 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 the, the individuals, the people up there in uh, Death Wish Coffee Company are hitting it out of the park with this uh, this coffee. And I don't get it a lot, so when I do get it, I really I really talk it up here as far as, it, and I've done so over there on the uh, live stream broadcast over there on Twitch where I'm at Monday, Wednesday, and Friday uh, doing the uh, morning coffee uh, broadcast and it's always fun doing so as well as doing the audio here and let's go ahead and back out on the uh, intro music there but we're getting our day started here on this Tuesday it's uh, uh, an audio day and uh, next Tuesday though we will be doing the mixed cloud broadcast I'm, I'm looking at my calendar right now and we are we will be doing a mixed cloud uh, music Tioga radio music broad Tioga radio show where I present uh, eight musical songs of rock and roll in nature and uh, that's always fun doing i don't get much traction over there on mixcloud.com uh, forward slash richard m roberts is the new channel and stuff let me check see did anybody listen to that last week's broadcast uh, i just find that funny but i i have fun doing it you know uh, 
I might have to listen to myself, just get a, get a one click on it as far as that goes. And normally I do listen to my replays and stuff. I just uh, wonder every now and then I let it go just to see how many uh, actual, uh, where is it here? Oh, here it is. Okay, Richard M. Roberts. Mixcloud.com forward slash Richard M. Roberts, and it's still at zero. <laughs> These people, I tell, there's people over on the live stream broadcast that I um, I tell them about the broadcast. Say, where's your Where's your link? Where's your link? And I tell them it's mixcloud.com forward slash Richard M Roberts. And uh, okay, I'll check it out. And and then uh, I had an individual. I guess when I was broadcasting, or it's a it's a live recorded broadcasts I guess as I want to put it I don't go live with this I'm not on the pro so I record it and then probably about five or ten minutes after I'm done recording it it's posted on the uh, on these interwebs but uh, last last Tuesday I had an individual it's a a, a a viewer listener over there on twitch as well as uh, probably listening to this broadcast uh, uh, sort of direct messaging me where are you where are you are you gonna you know it's like oh hold your horses i gotta produce it first because this audio podcast is also done that way i do a, a live audio recording and then it probably oh it's quicker for the audio podcast post up than the mix call mix call i gotta plug in the the songs names and stuff it's it's a little post uh production where uh for the audio podcast here on spotify the farm and rich audio podcast it's on the app here and it just boom it, it fires right up there i just have to do very minimum i mean less than less than five minutes it's 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 off and running and it's tweeted it out as far as that goes so uh, at one time they did have uh, a platform called uh, get dialogue where you could do live and people could come in and listen it's similar to what is uh, what they're doing on um Twitter Spaces and uh, uh, what's the uh, iOS version? Um, I can't think of it right now. Where you talk and you can hear the people, but you can't see them. They did that a long time ago and stuff. It's nothing new. Um, Clubhouse, that's what it is. Clubhouse. It, it's it's nothing new. Uh, Get Dialogue did it, and they it was a, a beta program, and I, I loved it. And you could bring guests in, and I think. Uh, Back then, Periscope was still going. Periscope took a page out of that, and that's where you had the three guests on Periscope, but they were audio only when you were uh, video. So that was pretty unique as far as that goes. I haven't seen any new platforms come up like that, audio or live streaming-wise of late. And uh, um, I think the big thing for live streaming is using uh, third-party programs such as uh, uh, Restream, um, EVMux, uh, was it Prism, uh, StreamYards, where you broadcast and you can throw it out to multi-broadcasting and stuff like that. But something I heard that uh, Twitch, with their new terms of agreement that just came out that everybody's getting all bullshit about, uh, you might not want to be multicasting, I guess, from what I hear. I've never read the... Who reads the terms of agreement? You know, unless you... You know, I, I glance through them. And if somebody mentions something, I'll go back and, you know look for it as far as that goes and so it, but uh oh this coffee is good it's death wish coffee is good uh 
So, well, who reads those? You know, they, they made an episode on South Park. Uh, did you read the uh, terms of agreement? No. So there are some consequences, some very funny consequences. Almost were on the gross, ventured on the gross side, but uh, sometimes it it's in your best interest, especially if you're making any type of money, which I am not, which is freaking great because I have more fun doing so. Um, it'd be nice. To, I think over at Twitch, I get thrown a little coin once a year or something like that. So it's 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 all good. It's a measuring stick as far as I, I call it. Uh, but some people over there on Twitch are really bent out of shape about uh, making the money and stuff and and uh, and such that I don't know. It's their sandbox. That's why I look at just like it's uh, Spotify's sandbox taking over Anchor, or buying Anchor, not taking over, bought Anchor and changed it into a Spotify product now and stuff. But for all types of purposes, uh, the old Anchor app that I'm using is the same. You know, it's now Spotify for podcasters, the same uh, rocking app that uh, Anchor came on the the uh, stage with and it still does what it's supposed to do that's why i love being here on spotify now as far as they're, they're they're the they're the top dog in audio for the most part even though they and they broadcast they they go ahead and take your broadcast and distribute it after it's done to uh like 10 other different places and stuff some of them such as uh uh apple uh was it uh what's the apple version apple to, uh podcast on ios and uh google music google music or google I, I have the list here let's see let's go down the list here real quick before we get going and stuff i opened myself up to that so let's see what are we looking for we're looking for uh, channel subscriptions no uh status my profile Switch accounts. Oh no! That, I'm looking, I, I want to look at where Spotify distributes, and I'm looking on the page where I brought up Mixcloud. I got to go to my here it is. I'm thinking, where's that list? Did they change it? It's like no. Here it is. Yeah, the podcast. This podcast is also available over there on. Um, well, the the top one that I use for a podcast uh, uh, podcatcher that, that I've listened to podcasts is called. Um, uh, Fountain for Podcasters. It's a great app. Check it out. You can earn a little Bitcoin by listening too and stuff. I earned quite a bit yesterday for some reason. I don't know if they they opened the dams and stuff. I earned. I think listened to several podcasts yesterday morning uh, on the uh, Bluetooth speaker here while I was doing things here at the computer desk, and and then. Uh, I earned over a thousand satoshis. It's, that's not that much. It sounds like a lot. It's not. I think a thousand satoshis is like twenty cents or something like that. So, but it's um, again, I use it as a measuring stick. But uh, Spotify will take this podcast, and again, this is not a commercial. Make it perfectly clear. I'm just amazed uh, every time I do do audio here on Spotify that uh, it's automatically distributed to Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Castbox, Google Podcasts, iHeart. I'm on iHeart Radio. Oh my God! I got a page over there. You can listen to me. It's iHeart Radio page. Uh, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Republic, and then Stitcher. I used to use Stitcher to listen to all my. Uh, my podcast, but now I use Fountain for Podcasters. It's over there on the Google uh, Play Store and also on the uh, Apple iTunes Store. You can download that app. It's a good app. It's, it is a good app. And anything you listen to, um, 
they're throwing some uh, Bitcoin, very small, small, small amounts. But uh, I think the uh, few months that I've uh, used it, I've earned up close to $10 in Bitcoins. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know, it just, it, it, you know, can you use something and you're going to throw you a few pennies? Why not? Uh, it's interesting, though. It's all interesting stuff doing things here on this thing called the Internet. But currently here in the Southern Tier, let's get rolling here. I'm already 12 minutes into the the podcast, the audio podcast. Currently here in the southern tier of upstate New York, it's 59 degrees Fahrenheit. We're gonna, it's that's warm for this morning right now. That's it's one of the warmest days we've had, warming warmest mornings, I should say. F- that's 15 degrees Celsius, and uh, we're going to have uh, more clouds and sun. Okay, so that should keep it cool, right? But no, high of 81. Oh, so yesterday was high in the 80s. It was pretty nice. It was pleasant uh, Monday. This past weekend was great. I hope everybody had a good weekend. I did. I went to the Strawberry Festival Saturday. I talked about that over there on my live stream, my Twitch live stream. Great time. Um, got some kettle corn, brought it home. It was gone by Sunday. <laughs> I was, or no, Saturday night. Saturday night, I was watching some TV and I just chomped it down. Um, or was it Sunday night? I'm trying to think. Maybe it was Sunday. I took a little Saturday. Yeah, it was Sunday night. So, um, when I sat down and watched some TV, instead of having a bowl of ice cream, I just finished <laughs> to open the bag and head at it. Uh, let's see. Slight chance of rain today, uh, a rain shower. I don't see anything on the charts here. Uh, like Again, high of 81 here in the southern tier of upstate New York. Winds light and variable, just like they were yesterday. Sun is still stuck on rising at 5.30 a.m. And... Um, Unlike yesterday, yesterday there was some fog, I, and we got some slight overcast. So, so there is uh, some 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 slight cloudiness out there. Uh, sun will be setting at eight forty-five p.m. this evening. And our world times and temperatures in Honolulu, Hawaii, right now at twelve twenty a.m. They're in this in today. Usually, uh, when I do the live stream Twitch Ross live stream twitch broadcast um if i'm up early enough they're still in they're just finishing up the day before but it's 12 20 a.m early early morning in honolulu hawaii uh clear sky 76 degrees fahrenheit in phoenix arizona at 3 20 a.m clear skies 86 degrees fahrenheit albuquerque new mexico at 4 21 a.m currently uh Clear and partly cl- a little cloudiness, 75 degrees Fahrenheit. Chicago, Illinois at 521 a.m. Currently is uh, 63 degrees Fahrenheit. Clear skies there. Down in New York City, 621 a.m. The jungle, as I call it. Uh, it's about a three and a half hour drive south, south. East, yeah, southeast and a little, yeah, a little bit southeast. They're downstate. New York State. Here in New York State, uh, but the New York City area, it's currently 62 degrees Fahrenheit, cloudy down there. In Cork, Ireland, across the pond, the Atlantic Ocean, it is 11.21 a.m. It is uh, partly cloudy, partly sunny, 67 degrees Fahrenheit. In Milan, Italy, at 12.21 p.m., it's lunchtime there in Milan, Uh, sunny skies, uh, 84 degrees Fahrenheit. In New Delhi, India, currently at 3.52 p.m. in the afternoon there, cloudy skies, 98 degrees Fahrenheit. In Mumbai, India, 
it's cloudy in Mumbai, India at 3.52 p.m. Also 92 degrees Fahrenheit there. Kuala Lumpur is six, at 6.22 p.m. It is uh, sunny skies, 91 degrees Fahrenheit in uh, Tokyo, Japan at 7.22 p.m. in the early evening. Partly cloudy, partly sunny. They're finishing the day. 74 degrees Fahrenheit in Melbourne, Australia. It is... Uh, 8.22 p.m. They're 14 hours ahead of where I'm at right now. Uh, so it's 8.22 p.m. in the evening. Cloudy skies, 44 degrees Fahrenheit. And in Sydney, Australia, 8.22 p.m. also. Clear skies, 45 degrees Fahrenheit. And that's the, the world times and temperatures as I speak. And I like doing this over on the... Uh, uh, the live stream broadcast. I never used to do the world time temperatures, but especially here on the audio podcast, but it gives a, a general consensus of what's what's going on right now at this particular moment around the world weather-wise. And uh, over on the live stream Twitch broadcast, we have, uh, it's a world participation. We have people, uh, like I say, that uh, come in from around the world as far as that goes, uh, prominently uh, over there in uh, India, as far as Australia, uh, uh, various places, uh, Canada, here in the States, several places as far as that goes. So I appreciate that. So it's not just, uh, we live on a, I always say the big blue marble, but it's a small blue marble when you think about it. We're pretty close to everyone. Hmm. And the internet makes us even closer, it seems. And I did have a thought for the day. I posted it up over there on my Twitter feed, at Fireman Rich. It's from Ernest Hemingway, who was a, a great uh, American here. He, I forgot to plug up his bio here. That I, liked. I always like reading the bio. Uh, he was an American novelist and um, short story writer, journalist. And um, he... He had a strong influence on the 20th century fiction, while his adventures, lifestyle, and public image brought him admiration from later generations. So he was a little bit ahead of his time in a manner of speaking, I guess. But his was as follows. Happiness in intelligent people is the rarest thing I know. Happiness in intelligent people is the rarest thing I know. So I guess what Mr. Hemingway is trying to say, he he kept company with some intelligent people and they weren't really happy. <laughs> I think, uh, I don't know, intelligent people, I know quite a few intelligent people and sometimes it seems they're happy, sometimes they're not. But happiness is important in one's life. You have to have some sort of happiness in, in something, what you do, um, your family, your friends, your, you know, even work. You, can you really be happy at work? I think I was when I was still working. I'm retired now. And it's been over two months. And I uh, this past weekend when I we went to the Strawberry Festival, I met some of my former co-workers and they asked, how are you doing? Are you happy? Are you retired? And I said, yeah, I, I, it's great. I'm every day is a great day and uh, I haven't been so I guess I'm not that intelligent <laughs> the the missus would probably agree with that but uh, um, but it's just, it's a quote and a thought for the day to think about from Ernest Hemingway happiness in intelligent people is the rarest thing I know <clears throat> so so I guess a lot of dumb people are happy this world is made up of. I think there's a lot of people that are happy. They're, they're. I don't know. I, 
I could see where Mr. Hemingway is coming at, but I don't know if I really agree with him. I think I, I know a few intelligent people that, I know some dumb people that aren't even happy. They think, I know some dumb people, they think they're intelligent, but they're really not. <laughs> as far as that goes, I'm having fun with this one. But um, it gives you something to think about there. Our thought for today, a quote from Mr. Ernest Hemingway. Uh, today's National Day, uh, of course, this past Sunday was Father's Day. So let's see, we have not national, what the heck are those? They almost look like an apple turnover. We'll skip that one. National Vanilla Milkshake Day? Okay, I, I, I prefer chocolate milkshakes. Let's see, international, uh, something to do with the eyes awareness. National, oh, I like this one, National Ice Cream Soda. That takes the lead right there. We got World Refugee Day, World Production Day, National Hiking with a, a Greek Day. Okay, whatever. National American Eagle Day. Oh, that's a good one, but... I want to go with American Eagle, but I, that, that freaking soda looks good. Cream, National Ice Cream Soda Day. That is good. I'm going to have to post this up. This this looks like a good one here. i got to post this up. I'm going to copy the picture, paste it there. We get the verbiage. Let's see, the verbiage here. Um, get down here. We'll get this right here. On June 20th, enjoy a cool, frothy ice cream soda to celebrate National Ice Cream Soda Day. And that that's like a root beer float. Could be an ice cream soda, right? You got ice cream, you got soda, the root beer, root beer float. So uh, there we go. We plugged it up. A nice, and that looks good with a scoop of ice cream in that glass of soda, whatever it is. I guess you could put ice cream in, a vanilla ice cream in a Coke, can't you? So uh, there we have it as far as that goes. And I'm just looking at my Twitter feed, at Fireman Rich, and you can look off to the left right next to the picture that's posted with the ice cream, uh, ice cream soda day picture. There's a picture of the coffee Sunday morning with the, uh, the coffee mug as well as the uh, package of uh, Death Wish coffee. I'm really talking up. And I, also the kettle corn. So it was Sunday night that I finished the kettle corn from the Strawberry Festival. So, uh, um, again, I'm, I have no affiliation with, with Death Wish Coffee. I'm just a, an over-enthusiastic uh, consumer of the product. It's, uh, they, they do it right. And this is a pretty nice brand. I usually get the, the straight black, and it's good. But there's the kettle corn. There, that bag is no more. That was gone Sunday evening when I was sitting down watching TV. <laughs> So you can check it out over on my Twitter feed. It's uh, the picture I posted. It's a second picture. Well, you know, when you go into the Twitter feed, they got the Twitter line, and then off to the right, it shows the uh, the uh, the pictures for the media. And I also got a couple pictures of the PUBG. I'm a PUBG player. I love PUBG. It's great. I'm having great fun with it. Uh, so let's get back to the National Day. National uh, Ice Cream Soda Day. There, uh, on June 20th, enjoy a cool, frothy ice cream soda to celebrate hashtag National Ice Cream Soda Day. There are many claims to the in invention of the delicious treat. One such claim was made by a Mr. Robert McKay Green. According to Green, he created the beverage in 1874 in Philadelphia when he ran out of ice for his uh, shaved ice treats. Uh, once he began substituting ice cream, he had a hit on his hand. 
Green even included in his will that the uh, that his gravestone read, "Here lies the original originator of the ice cream soda." There we go. So, uh, uh, who doesn't like a root beer float? That's that's an ice cream soda. There's ice cream in the soda. So uh, it looks good, and that's what that looks like. It look, the picture looks like a, a root beer float here for June twentieth. So there we have ice cream soda day. All right, our good, interesting article. Um, I'm going to talk about one of my favorite subjects, black hole. And uh, sometimes I think there's some people that fell through the black hole, not knowing what they're doing. But uh, <laughs> just a little side joke there. Uh, this is about black holes. I'm I'm pretty amazed at these things. You don't want to get up and close and personal with one of these because you just get within a, uh, a light year away from one of these things. Uh, yeah. You're not going to be doing too good, I guess. You know, that's, you know, in terms of distance, a light year is not that big of a distance out there in outer space. But black holes emit jets of X ray 60,000 times hotter than the sun in the brightest quasar ever observed. So, this is something you can look up in the sky and see, I take it then. Jets of light. 100,000 billion times brighter than sun have been captured by astronomers observing a quasar, the most powerful object in the universe. The beams are at the center of the galaxy, 9.6 billion, not one light year, but this is 9.6 billion light years away. That's why it looks like it's a pin drop. I mean, the, the light we're looking at when it first left the quasar, this world wasn't even formed. That's the distance. It's mind-boggling. But this uh, means we are seeing them as they were then, way back when. Um, they were triggered when clouds of gas out there in outer space fell into a supermass black hole uh, named J1144. The quasar is, mo uh, is much closer to Earth than other sources of the same uh, luminosity, uh, brightness, shading, shedding light on the black hole and its surrounding environment. There's a black hole right at the middle of our uh, galaxy, the Milky Way, um, our galaxy that we're in. And uh, it has a big influence on us. We may not directly feel it, but we have the astronomers and the scientists indicating such. Located between the constellation uh, Centaurus, and Hydra, observations of the gas galax show some gas being ejected in the form of extreme powerful winds propelled by large amount of energy. It's not actual wind. It, it, it looks like wind, but it's, it's energy moving. We were uh, very surprised that no prior X-ray observation has ever observed this source, despite its extreme uh, power, said lead author Dr. Eliza Camone of the Max Pluck Institute of Extraterrestrial Physis Physics in Germany. For the study, researchers combined observations from several space-based observations, observatories, and um, around the world. Uh, these observatories, in order to so they could measure the temperature of the x-rays being emitted from the uh, gaseous quasar. So they take the light and they have, uh, they can measure. There's a lot of math involved that too. You know, there's a lot of math and science. They calculated it 
at around 350 million degrees Kelvin, which is not even a second if if you you fell into something that was that hot. It would, before you even fell in it, you would be gone. More than 60,000 times hotter than the sun, or hotter than the surface of the sun. So the sun is cool, as a cool place compared to this place. The mass of... Uh, the mass of the black hole at the quasar center is about 10 billion times the mass of Earth's sun. So it's 10 billion suns. You put 10 billion suns, uh, the circumference would go way past the Earth's orbit in this, in this solar system. And it's rapidly growing as a black hole feeds on gas and particles around it. What actually happens inside a black hole? That's the big question. Similar quasars are usually located much further away, so they appear much fainter. Astronomers are seeing those as they were when the universe was only 2 to 3 billion years old. So it's way, way before us. Way, way. It's not back in the day. It's beyond and then some back before back in the day. But uh, quasar J1144 is very rare source as it is so luminous and much closer to Earth, although still at a huge distance, giving us a unique glimpse of uh, what such powerful quasar looks like. So yeah, you would not want to get up and close and personal to this quasar. It'd fry your ass, in a manner of speaking. Uh, the study in, uh, uh, in the Royal... Royal Astronomy Society approves understanding of the inner workings of quasars. So the more we understand, you know, basic understanding is you don't want to get close to one of these things, but it uh, makes for a great picture and stuff like that, that, but they are dangerous. So we wouldn't want to be flying any uh, uh, starships close to it or something like that. The um, outline or the outshine they outshine even the hottest burning stars, emitting vast amounts of uh, electromagnetic radiation observed in radio, infrared, visible, ultraviolet, and X-ray wavelengths. J1144 was initially observed uh, in visible wavelengths in 2022 by the sky mapper um, Southern Survivor Survey, Southern Surveyor. I guess it's a SMSS. Uh, the X-ray light ver variety or varied on a time scale of a few days, which is not usually seen in quasars with black holes as large as uh, the one residing in J1144. The typical time scale of variable variability, variability for a black hole of this size would be on the order of months and or even years. A new monitoring campaign of the this source will start uh, this month of this year which uh, may reveal more surprising form from this unique source said the scientists as far as that goes so they're studying on this and when we study stuff in and we gain knowledge we become more aware of what's going on in our universe out there in outer space so it's always interesting to read um, about black holes and quasars and stuff as such. They're, they're, the, they're the big guys out there as far as... You know, we look at our sun, it's like, yeah, the sun's pretty big and very powerful and stuff, but uh, uh, it's uh, an infant compared to this uh, this quasar with the, that's uh, 
has the black hole eating up its gases, I guess. So uh, let's let's see. Oh, oh, am I googling? Okay, I'm just checking my sound. The sound's good. Okay, sound is good. Uh, in history, on this day, uh, back 113 years ago today, the German transport company. Dell Lake launched at the inaugural, inaugural service aboard an airship called uh, uh, Deutschland. It was the first time a Zeppelin-style airship had ever carried paid passengers, and uh, despite its loss 18 days later, the company uh, tweaked the design and, uh, and carried on building a revenue stream by this week. By the week before World War II, um, this uh, airship had logged 3,000 hours of flight time. So it looks like it's a, it, it's not the Hindenburg, that, but it was before the Hindenburg, one of the first uh, sailing ships. Let's see, the first official baseball game uh, was played with the new, well, this was yesterday. Was this yesterday's? You know, June 19th. <clears throat> I mentioned this yesterday. <clears throat> Excuse me. First official baseball game was played with the New York Niners defeating the New York Knickerbockers 23-1 to on this day in 1818. 18, let me check. I'm going to reset. I'm just hoping uh, I wasn't like that. I, I sounded a little groggily there on the uh, sound. But I thought I talked about this yesterday in my live stream over on Twitch, the first uh, baseball game. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Yeah, they're just repeating. Oh, wow, this is the same. June 19th. That's Oh, that is yesterday. Today's the 20th. <laughs> oh, my God. Rich, what happened? Did they not post? Uh, let me check this again. Wow. And uh, let's see, if not, oh, they never updated it. Okay, today's the 20th, dumbass. I call myself a dumbass here, folks. Uh, let's see, today, today in history, okay, here we go. So that was all yesterday, what I just said. That was yesterday uh, for Monday the 19th. Uh, today, let's see, is there anything in here that's... Uh, 1944, during World War II, Japanese naval forces retreated from the Battle of the Philippine Sea after suffering heavy losses uh, to the victorious American fleet. The Americans, the, the allies, they, we lost a lot during that battle, too. <laughs> it wasn't a cakewalk. Believe me, every battle in the Pacific was hard fought, and there was massive casualties on both sides. Uh, yeah, the Americans were victorious. Um, they had to do what they had to do, and it was a great sacrifice. And let's see, in 1967, boxer Muhammad Ali was uh, convicted in Houston for violating selected service laws by refusing to be drafted and uh, was sentenced to five years in prison. Ali uh, convinced conviction was ultimately overturned by the Supreme Court. He was a um, what they call a... One that just didn't want to go. And um, so uh, he was a great boxer, Muhammad Ali. Great boxer. Let's see. In, 
Well, on this day in 1972, three days after the arrest of the Watergate burglars, President Richard Nixon met at the White House with his chief of staff, H.R. Holdeman. The secretly made tape recorded of this meeting ended up uh, with the notorious 18 and a half minute gap, where uh, ultimately it resulted in President Nixon's resignation because he probably would have been impeached. Uh, by comparisons on some of the crap that's going on today, <laughs> Watergate to me, and this is just my opinion as far as that goes, I, I don't throw this in, uh, it's almost as bad even when we had uh, uh, a former candidate uh, uh, running for presidency uh, bleach her, uh, had her uh, hard drives bleached to hide a lot of emails that would have been very detrimental as far as that goes. So uh, who knows what goes on down there in, in Washington, D.C., off to the side. And let's see, in 1990, South African black nationalist Nelson Mandela and his wife, Wendy, arrived in New York City for a ticker tape parade in honor of, uh, as he begins, an eight-city U.S. tour. And I think that's right after he came, got out of uh, prison, which he should have never been in prison, but uh, in South Africa they had apartheid, and apartheid imploded and collapsed, and uh he was, uh, and he became the, uh, um, I don't know, is it a prime minister or president for South Africa? He was the leader of South Africa for a number of years. So, so not much going on. Maybe that's why there's nothing going on in the, uh, on the other. I have two uh, quarries that I look at for uh, history for today. And uh, let's see. Oh, back in 1782, Congress approved the Great Seal of the United States featuring the emblem of the bald eagle. And I think that's pretty cool. And let's see, and on this date in 1863, West Virginia became the 35th state of uh, the Union. Uh, last night in baseball, the Yankees were off, but the Mets finally won one over the Astros, 11-1. to Ooh, that's good. Hate those Astros. Well, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say hate. I don't really care for the Astros since uh, the so-called cheating scan scandal that really didn't amount to anything. They still kept their World Series. It should have been an asterisk on that World Series win that they made, but uh, that's okay. Mets won finally. The Yankees are off. Uh, one of the things I said I was going to be following uh, in the the Twitch live stream uh, yesterday. I'm going to start following Canadian football. And uh, the team I'm rooting for in the league, it's a, a team of uh, eight teams. There's two divisions, four teams in each division. Is the Toronto Argonauts. I'm going to be a Toronto Argonaut fan, which they won their game this past Saturday, 32-14 to 14 over the Tiger Cats. And I guess uh, they have a Thursday game, so I'm going to say uh, this Thursday the, the Lions will be playing the Blue Bombers, the uh, Olympics whatever they are, again, Tiger Cats play. There's a Friday game, and my Argonauts play the Elks on Sunday. So I'm going to – there's a channel on the TV where I can watch uh, some football. So we got some football going, continuing in over the summer, going into uh, the NFL football season. Of course, I'm watching baseball as far as that goes. So, um, But the Yankees are off, and uh, they're not doing too good. The Argonauts – are there, uh, what is this, the Aleutians here? The Aleutians? Yeah, that's what they are. They're second place. 
behind the Argonauts. And, and uh, in the Western Division for the Canadian Football League, the Lions are in first and the Blue Bombers are in second. 2-0. and They're both 2-0. and Those are... That's an indication of a good team. So I'm going to be watching some of this and following this over the next uh, couple months because the uh, the season just started June 9th, but I guess it goes all the way to October. So there's like, uh, um, how many weeks are there? There's like, uh, there's like 21 weeks of football up there in Canada. And they get it all done before in October because after October, it gets super cold up there and icy. You know, they get into their early winter as far as that goes. So, uh, let's see. I'm still debating. I said I was going to follow hockey this next season that comes up. I'm a little leery about that. But, uh, oh, wow, we're over 40 minutes here. So, we got to get going here. Get our day started. And um, uh, I appreciate the listens to the po- the audio podcast here on uh, Spotify. For podcasters, it's greatly appreciated. We uh, were again. I'm not one of the numbers. I'm recognizing the numbers strictly for the fact that those that are listening, and uh, I really appreciate the uh, the listens as far as that goes. We're getting some good traction. Uh, we're averaging. What are we averaging? Uh, analytics. We're averaging 24 uh, listens on the uh, uh, on the. Uh, it's not viewership, the listening ship, as far as that goes. So 24 people are listening. I don't, I'm not sure what length. They might be clicking, listen a couple minutes ago, but it's still, still um, a play per episode. And I really appreciate that. It means a lot. And um, this is good because usually I get high numbers during the uh, official audio month of, uh, in November, not Pod Pomo, the original audio month. And my numbers always go up, and it seems like after last, I, probably because I'm on a regular schedule now, Tuesday, Thursday, uh, because prior to that, I don't think I really had a regular schedule. I'd have to check my notes. But anyway, um, after last year's audio month challenge of Not Pod Pomo, the numbers just kept on keeping steady, so I really appreciate that. That's good. It's uh, it. it and uh, even though I don't get good numbers over on Mixcloud, I still have fun doing it. And I'd still have fun doing the audio podcast, even when back in the days when I was only getting one to, to five listens and stuff. I still, I, I love doing the audio. I've been doing this for a number of years, and it's always good to get to, It's your voice on out there on the Internet, the way I look at it. And when you live stream, that's your voice, plus people can see your reaction. Because let's face it, when some people chat, you can't, you can't really get the full context of what the person's saying because uh, it can be taken out of context. And I've seen many examples of that, um, especially when I chat. It's taken way out of context, and it's funnier than shit as far as people are thinking all sorts of things. And maybe those are the intelligent people that aren't happy. <laughs> but at any rate, we're going to go ahead and exit stage left here, folks. Um, this has been fun doing the... Uh, the uh, Fireman Rich audio podcast here on Spotify for podcasters. And uh, I guess I am a podcaster and stuff. I've been using it a lot. I'm, I like to use it, say, audio podcast because I still get that word audio. Uh, more partial to audio than I am podcaster. But I am an audio podcaster and I appreciate your listens. And again, you can follow me over there on Twitter at Fireman Rich, where I talk myself as a social media observer, social media enthusiast. In other words, 
all that's saying is I like doing things on the internet and doing the audio here for the audio podcast is always great fun as well as doing the live stream I'm over there on the Twitch as Fireman Rich just Google Fireman Rich and you'll see where I'm at as far as that goes all the, all the platforms I'm on and the things I'm doing And uh, but my mainstay is Twitter at Fireman Rich as far as that goes so that's my main hub and I branch out, out, out from that I always say uh, Twitter I have my, my links are links to good stuff as far as that it goes or interesting stuff All right, folks, this is Rich Roberts again, wishing you all well on this Tuesday, uh, June 20th, 2020. Tomorrow's the first day of summer, officially, okay? I've been enjoying summer already. So you have a great one wherever you may be on this big blue marble. Live life, have fun. Ciao for now. As always, peace. Take care, folks.